Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's our final hour of the night. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org, the website. Coming up, Brendan King going to give you an update on what's happening in the Colts and Texans game. We have more basketball to talk about. We're glad that you've been with us. Lots and lots of uh, county tournaments going on now and next week and these next few days. So a lot of basketball for you to see. Right now, though, we turn it over to the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Well, Coach, in a miraculous move, Jonathan Taylor, who hurt his ankle, went to the locker room. Somehow, someway, he's back on the field. Jonathan Taylor has returned with a bad ankle, and this is more surprising when you take into account less than five minutes ago, Jonathan Taylor, as per the Colts, was downgraded to doubtful to return. Now, when a guy is questionable, that's like a 50-50 shot maybe he comes back in the game. When he's downgraded to doubtful, boy, there's not a lot of wiggle room there. Somehow, someway, JT's back in. Here's a pass complete from Minshew to Josh Downs. The Colts trail 23-17. Lately, a touchdown run for the Texans, but a missed extra point. It's 23-17. Kaimi Fairbairn missed the point after, and that now means with 5.45 left to go in the fourth quarter, the Colts have an opportunity to go score and take the lead with only a PAT. This has been a wild game, again, in a football game that involves a win-and-in scenario. The winner of this game is going to make the playoffs. The loser more than likely is out. And then add one more layer to it. Since Houston, Indianapolis, and Jacksonville are all 9-7, and seven, if the Jaguars lose to the Titans tomorrow, the winner of this one, Houston or Indianapolis, would win the division and host a home playoff game. There is so much on the line in the next four and change with the Colts trailing 23-17, and they have the football over midfield. Let's talk about the Pacers, who fell to the Celtics tonight, 118-101. Pacers are 20-15. That snaps a six-game winning streak. Jason Tatum had 38 points. To college basketball, Southern Indiana fell to Tennessee Tech, 73-59. Number 14, Duke beat Notre Dame, 67-59. Wright State upsets Purdue-Fort Wayne, 106-98. The Dons are 13-3. Ball State lost today to Central Michigan, 71-65. And it was Murray State over Evansville, 81-59. How about the Indiana Hoosiers? Much needed win after that tough one in Nebraska. Hoosiers get it done. Hammering Ohio State, 71-65. Hoosiers pulled away at the end. It was a toss-up game in Vegas. That's really what it turned out to be. Nobody led by more than two or three for a good majority of that ball game. Then Indiana went on a little bit of a run, ended up winning by six. 
On to some high school basketball. We've got plenty of overtime action to talk about tonight. Four overtime games to be exact. In OT, North White beat South Newton by a penny, 46-45. Also an extra time, Seymour got the best of Bloomington North, 43-40. Bloomington North, their second straight day playing an overtime game after they required extra time and a win for them against Bloomington South yesterday. They go down this evening. Trinity Lutheran over Henryville, 60-57 in OT. And in double overtime, game of the night, Norwell 69, Leo 63. Let's talk about some county tournaments. In the Shelby County Tournament, Triton Central defeated Morristown 43-36. Sugar Creek Tournament, North Montgomery over Western Boone 50-33. And then Crawfordsville had no issue with Southmont winning 53-44 to win the Sugar Creek Tournament. Other county tournaments, it was, it was the Ripley County Tournament. Third place game, Jack Sendell over Milan 55-52. And then Batesville wins the Ripley County Tournament, beating South Ripley 52-47. Back to the Colts quickly. Just an update on where the drive is. Second down for Indianapolis. Again, the Texans lead the Colts 23-17 in a win and in game. Three minutes and ten seconds left. The Colts must score and hit an extra point to make the postseason. They have the ball at the Houston 30-yard line. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We love championships. It's kind of why we play. Ripley, Ripley County Tournament goes to Batesville. They beat South Ripley. 52-47, Aaron Garrett joins me. Coach, congratulations on the championship tonight. Aaron, you'll love this. It was the 100th anniversary running of the Ripley County Tournament, so it was very special for the Batesville wow. Bulldogs to win the 100th Guys, County Tournament. I've been told it's the longest-lasting holiday tournament in the in the state. I'll take your word for it. I, I would think yeah. that someone would be hard-pressed to beat 100 years would be my guess. But And, and I know how important it is when, you, when you're putting your schedule together and you're doing everything to win. That's high on the list of things you want to, want to accomplish. Uh, and that is not an easy – you, you've been in it, obviously, a lot of times. It's not an easy tournament to win. No, and South Ripley's got a really, really good individual player, Cole Henry Jr. Coach, I think he's absolutely a, a D1 player. Um, six seven, skilled, can hit threes, can mm-hmm. cause problems at the rim. And we they we were sleepwalking a little bit. We got down eight zero, had to call a timeout, and probably got as animated as I've gotten with this group all year. We responded with a great rest of the the first half and had a twelve point lead at halftime. Bump it to about sixteen. It's still twelve at the. Uh, end of the half and, and the ward kid from South Ripley literally hit mm-hmm. a probably 75 foot three bank shot to end the quarter wow. um, so goes back and forth and it ends up with a five point margin so would have liked to held the lead and had more of a buffer but it was critical for us to get some experience with some sophomores in the game to boot to some big free throws and make big possessions down the down the stretch Cade Kaiser named MVP of the tournament Jack Crunkmeyer and Sam Johnson also made all-tournament team and very fitting for all three of those young men. Your group just gets better, does it not? Last time we talked, you were starting to – felt like putting some things together, and clearly you seem to be. Yeah, and I'm pretty pleased we're at the halfway point of the regular season with 11 games left, and this group is nowhere near the ceiling, which is exciting. Frustrating It's the reason I don't have any hairline left. Yeah, that's that's the reason. (laughs) 
so proud well, of him. You, and, you know, this. Yeah. Whenever you play for championships and, and have to execute and win a championship, that always that always is great going forward down the road. There's no question. And, uh, you know, the, the great thing is, you know, you, you tell them at the start of the year, you're talking about why you have the things are habits. You're trying to develop, you're, de- you're developing habits, hopefully good ones. And you want to be in the habit of winning championships. Uh, and it starts by winning this championship. That's a, That's an easy speech to give, quite frankly. Yeah, and you know how how strange sophomores can be, and we're growing up with a couple of them that play a lot of minutes for us. And Trenton Lewis, <laughs> right, for example, right. takes a three deep, didn't need it, clock in our favor, score in our favor, and he misses it. But then the, that dude has to step up and hit two free throws right. late. So just cool to see. Yeah, it, it's just fun to see kids grow right in front of you. And this group is doing that as a whole, doing that as an individual. They like each other. They share the basketball. It's it's a fun fun group. Tonight, Batesville wins the Ripley County Tourney. They're celebrating in the streets of Batesville as we speak. Uh, they beat the South Ripley 52-47. Aaron Garrett, I'll let you go to the celebration. Thanks for calling me. Thank you, Coach Level. Thank you. Probably one of the best games in the state tonight. It's hard-pressed to, to say it isn't. Norwell, in double overtime, beats Leo 69-53. Norwell's Mike McBride joins me. Coach, thanks for the call. And can, you, you have any energy left? You still okay after this win? I just told my wife I'm pretty tired tonight. So I was just like, I don't know. I, I can uh, – I, got, I don't have much energy to go. I don't even know if I'm going to watch the film tonight. <laughs> my, my recommendation is, no, seriously, once you finish with me, and I listen, I appreciate you squeezing me in. I really do. I'd go to bed. I, I, I'd, I'd save my voice, quite frankly, and I, I'd go straight to – I'd sleep until noon tomorrow. Uh, I tell you what, what a great game tonight was. Um, it was a really tight game. We kind of jumped out pretty quick early in the game. And um, I think at the end of the first, I think we were up five. And then we were down one at half. And we were down four at the end of the third. And the second half, the biggest lead was, I think, I think was six until we got to the second overtime. I think we ended up getting up to like eight or nine <laughs> in the second overtime. But uh, it, was, it was tight. I mean, it was a tight game the whole way. Our kids did a great job. Really, really competed. Um, you know, we, we've got a lot. We we just got a lot younger team this year. A lot of guys that didn't that haven't played varsity basketball. You know, we graduated seventeen, six seniors from right, last year. Right. It only returned eleven points, and so I think we've we. You know, I kind of just listened to what Coach Garrett said. I mean, you know, this team's kind of growing up a little bit as we go through, and there's been some. Right. There's been bumps in the road for us we've had some we've had we've had two games where we've just really like been totally destroyed and didn't show up and right hey uh, coach coach let me jump in here i apologize i need you to hang on through this scoreboard update and i want you to take me through how you win this game okay can you hang on i will do that i will do that perfect We'll come back with mike mcbride talk more about their win over leo and talk some noblesville basketball with I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. It remains 23-17 Houston on top of the Indianapolis Colts, but with 58 seconds to go, and now the Texans have the football because of a turnover on downs on fourth and one inside the 20. 
the Colts turned the ball over. Now to explain what happened. The Colts had been marching down the field with Jonathan Taylor. Taylor had created multiple first downs for the Colts, and it became fourth and one. Taylor on a third down carry came up just short, and the decision was made. Shane Steichen took a timeout before fourth and one, but backup running back Tyler Goodson was inserted into the game. Gardner Minshew tried a little flare bubble screen to the left portion of the field. The pass was dropped by Goodson, and the turnover on downs was created. Now the Colts are being forced right now to spend the rest of their timeouts with 54 seconds to go. It is third and six for the Houston Texans, and the Colts must make a stop right now. Again, Taylor was taken out of the game. Now, it may be injury-related because Taylor again exited, went to the locker room with an ankle injury, and then returned. Now, it was really weird because Taylor was downgraded to doubtful to return, which usually means that a guy's night is done. Taylor must have said that he's good to come back. Either way, he was taken out for that fourth down play. Goodson came in, dropped the fourth and one pass. The Colts on the brink of being eliminated from the playoffs. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Brendan King fired up here about the uh, about the Colts matchup, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, later on we'll talk about it. But it's Friday night. We have to talk about basketball. Noblesville having a great year. They're number uh, number five and four. A tonight they get a solid win over Muncie Central, sixty six thirty nine. Noblesville Scott McClellan joins me. Scott, thanks so much for the call and congratulations on a great win for you and your kids tonight. Thanks for having me, Coach. Uh, yeah, uh, good win for us on the road. Uh, always fun to go to the. What I think is the best gym in the state, but uh, right. certainly one of the best. Um, right. But uh, yeah, good good road win, and uh, you know I think anytime you hold a team under forty, you got to be pretty pleased. Scott, I want you to do me a favor. Uh, I I I need to go back and talk to Mike McBride. I apologize for that. You, can, well, I want you to hear Mike, this because they a be lot lead. nicer guy and a lot better well, no. than I am. I'd go back and talk to him too. And he's he is better looking. I know that. Okay, so because <laughs> so, you want to hear how he beats Leo in two overtimes, don't you? I do. He he he's been in our tournament the last two years. Oh, you he know, does a terrific you know job, what? So I want here's to hear about here's that. the problem. Yeah, here's the problem. Uh, we've lost him. So uh, oh. I guess I guess we're stuck with you talking about how you beat Muncie Central tonight. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I think, um, uh, you know, one of the games, uh, one of those games where, you you know, you're not sure. You just had a nice win over Pike at home. It's still kind of a holiday. You're you're not back in your routine yet. Right. right. You know, you're on the road on a Saturday. Kind of curious to see how your team's going to come out. I didn't think we played particularly well early, kind of um, – 
you know, as the game went on, I thought we got better and improved. So, so that was good. Um, you know, had multiple guys make some make some plays and had good balance. Obviously, uh, led again by our senior guard Aaron Fine. He had twenty. Um, this is all unofficial. Um, right. Hunter Walson had fifteen, but we had you know seven, six or seven other guys score. So uh, I'm really pleased with that and. Um, just um, you know, we're going to get in the thick of things with our with our conference play here throughout the course of January. Well, you know what? You've just been playing at a high level for quite a while. I mean, that's the thing about it is you're, you're consistent. Your kids are playing great teams, and hey, look, number five is quite a milestone for this group. It's been a while since the Millers have been ranked that highly. Yeah, I mean, you know, you as a coach, you're going to respect this. You don't pay a lot of attention to that stuff. You're just trying to focus in on the next game. And, you know, I mean, um, you know, it it, it is. It's good for the program. It's good for the kids. But, you know, I, I don't. I don't know that we we as coaches or any of the coaches in any of the top ten polls put a lot of stock in that or even look at it for that matter. You know, I think everybody's just focused in on trying to make sure their team's getting better and improving and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. focus in on the next game. And, and that's ultimately kind of where, what we're trying to do. And, and um, you know, uh, I, I was really pleased with the way we played the other night against Pike and um, – you know, just you know, it's uh, it's hard to believe, but you know, you're you're kind of through the halfway point now, and it's, you know, you're you're in the middle of the conference season, and you know, everybody's kind of gearing up towards building momentum for that first week of March. Well, you got a great one tonight, Noblesville, with a, a good solid win over Muncie Central tonight. Scott McClellan, thanks so much for the call, and good luck to you and your kids. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me. Mike McBride from Norwell rejoins me. Coach, I can't apologize enough for uh, making a mistake. Um, the age factor, I'm, I'm citing the age factor for my uh, lack of mental clarity, and I apologize. I'm so glad you rejoined us. Well, yeah, that's all right. It's not a problem. I actually, my, my two sons that are part of the team are, are here now sitting on the couch, so they can just they get a chance to listen in. So. All right. And you, you know what? And tell them to feel free to jump in anytime they want to. All right. So you win in double overtime over Leo. Uh, and, and you said this thing's back and forth all night long? Yeah, the whole second half. I, I, that really, I mean, the second half, we were down one at half. And then the second half, I no, I mean, there was not, in, the, in regulation, there was not a bigger lead than six. I think Leo got up oh. the first possession of the right. quarter kind of interesting we we hit a free throw with about 330 left mm-hmm. and um in the, in the fourth quarter tied the game we took a timeout and then we changed our defense we went to a box and one um defense mm. we had okay. the whole game we went to it and the interesting thing was it was they it's they held the ball the whole 330 and they took no the- Long shot at the buzzer and it missed, and we went overtime. <laughs> so, so, so you guys are you're exing and owing each other, and so you you zone them, go boxing one, and they go fine. We'll just hold it. They I love it. it. And we we stayed in it, and 
they missed, and we went to overtime, and and uh, they had the last shot at the end of overtime with the game tied, and they missed again, and went double overtime, and and uh, really, our kids really executed really well in the fourth quarter in both overtimes. I mean, after every timeout, whatever we drew up, whatever we wanted to run, we executed it. I, I thought the start of the second overtime. We executed a high-low right away. Ashton Fetterstill, our senior big kid, who had 31 tonight, was great. He scored right. on it. Right. They come down. They hit a three. So they go up one. We come down. We run the same high-low action, but this time they helped, they helped hard from the corner, and we swing it out to the corner, and my junior, our junior, my junior son, Adam McBride, drills a three, puts us up two, mm-hmm. and then Cohen Bailey, our senior point guard, gets a steal, and then we just put the game away on the free throw line the rest of the night. We just we've got the four point lead, and right. then we we right. it off the free throws. We took care of the ball. We made free throws, and that was where it was. So just our kids really, coach. They just really executed really well in the fourth quarter and the two overtimes. Just really yeah, I good think, job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you may disagree, but I obviously not being there. But I'm thinking to get that first score in that second overtime is huge, and then your son's three is equally big because those, you know, what those are the kinds of plays that they lift you up as a group uh, in in yeah. a tight situation. I was always big on if we're overtime, we want on the board first. Okay, we need to be yeah. on the board first. And, yeah, that was a big you know, play, and well, and then the three was just. Adams three was really big because they had just hit a three to go back up one. And then mm. the exact next possession, we hit the three to go back up two. And it just changed the momentum. Wow. You know, because, you know, they have the momentum. They have the right, momentum after right. that three to go up one. Now all of a sudden, boom, we're bang, we knock one in, and the whole, and then just the whole momentum in the gym shifts. Yeah. And they're just, yeah. It was just a hard fought conference game. I mean, you know, we got a long way to go in the conference. I mean, there's still, Five more games sure. left in this movie. right? And and we've won this thing a few times here lately, so we, <laughs> right. we understand how these things work. But we got a long way to go. But right now, and our conference is pretty wide open this year. Everybody's got a loss except for us after two weeks, which is not normal. That's and not usually normal. with a couple uh, of teams no. that are that are right. undefeated, and right. we're two and zero. Oh, and then there's a bunch of teams with, that are one and one. A bunch of Norwell tonight. Yeah. Nor sorry, coach. Norwell right beats Leo in double overtime tonight. Mike McBride, congratulations to you and your sons and your team on a great win. I appreciate you staying with us and this is fun. This is a great way to head to the last half hour of the show. I love this. Uh I wish I'd been there, but I, I felt like I was. So congratulations on the win and good luck next time out. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank you. Coming up, more basketball. We're going to talk about Greenwood Christian Academy's big win tonight and then maybe talk a little Colts football when we come back on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. The Indianapolis Colts are going to miss the postseason, losing to the Houston Texans tonight, 23-19 on a fourth and one play that it's going to be talked about for the next eight months. Jonathan Taylor not on the field for that fourth and one after he ran the Colts 
the entirety of that Lucas Oil Stadium turf prior to and during the drive. JT was taken out. I'm sure Shane Steichen will give an explanation here shortly. Tyler Goodson on the field dropping a fourth and one bubble screen pass from Gardner Minshew. Colts missed the playoffs here in 2023-24. On to some high school basketball tonight. Hendricks County Tournament. It was Brownsburg over Cascade 68-31. Plainfield took down Tri-West 76-60. And for first place, Avon wins the Hendricks County Tournament. Hammering Danville 68-42. Other action around the state. It was Ben Davis having no problem with Indianapolis, Washington 63-41. Beach Grove picked up the win against Monrovia 68-64. Adams Central 66, Jay County 45. It was Clinton Prairie over Northwestern tonight 56-49. Charlestown over Madison 51-45. Let's check in with the 260 Fort Wayne Blackhawk over Fort Wayne Concordia. That's a final of 62-59. Fort Wayne Snyder beat Peru tonight, 70-41. It was Heritage 61, Southern Wells 40. Huddington North beating Southwood 72-65. Jasper topped Evansville North 52-45. And LaVille beat North Judson 56-47. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Greenwood Christian Academy, ranked number six in single A tonight, beats Short Ridge 68-29. Jackson Williams joins me. Jack, great win for you and your kids tonight. Thanks for having me. The kids did an awesome job, and it was kind of a, a fun night with a, a good crowd there at home. It's what you like to have. It's always good. You know, Saturday night, everybody's excited. So tell me how you win this game. Sounds to me like uh, defensively, you uh, your kids were dialed in this evening. Yeah, defensively, the kids did a great job. And uh, we we ended up, they went out there and executed a really good, um, you know, just, just played really hard and executed well on that end of the floor. Offensively, Max Booer went for 26 for us and picked up his 1,000th career point. Uh, tonight, mm-hmm. which was pretty special. Uh, we ended up having Noah Reed, Jordan Tolman, and Ben Comerford playing there and uh, chipping in eight and nine, nine points together. And then the other guys off the bench gave us a big boost and all got on the board scoring-wise and, and played good defense defending the post. So it was a good night. Good solid night for you. Who's up next for you? Uh, next, we're playing a really good Indian Creek team here Tuesday yeah, they are uh, in good. the first round of the Johnson County Tournament. Outstanding. Well, tonight, Greenwood Christian Academy continues to roll along. Twenty, Excuse me, 68-29 winners over Short Ridge. GCA is number six in single A. Jackson, thanks for the call. Good luck Tuesday night. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. John Herrick from the IU Sports Network joins us. Hoosiers with a great bounce-back win tonight over Ohio State. John, thanks so much for the call. That is a very impressive and important win for the Hoosiers tonight. Yeah, it is, Bob. And uh, if I can't hear you real well, it's because the deafening roar of Assembly Hall is still ringing in my ears a little bit. (laughs) Uh, the, uh, (laughs) The home crowd definitely was a big help. Um, it was a it was a really strange night uh, statistically. I mean, this was a night where Ohio State dominates Indiana on the glass, out rebounds them forty nine twenty seven, yet Indiana outscores them in the paint forty to twenty four, and uh, Malik Renew just continues to show why I think he might be this team's best player. 
Um, you know, leads him in scoring again, 23 points, seven rebounds. I mm-hmm. think the critical mm-hmm. juncture in the game was when IU was up six, 67-61. And through a series right. of unfortunate events, Ohio State scores four straight points and cuts it to 67-65. Hoosiers call timeout. Mike Woodson draws up a really good play, and Malik Renew ends up getting a nice post up and a layup off the glass that puts the lead up to four. And that, you know, after that uh, sequence where Ohio State cut it to two, they did not score again the rest of the game. So um, it was that basket by Malik Renew, I think, was really important. But, um, you know, a strange night. You didn't play your best basketball, but you found a way to win in the close moments. I think it's a, you know, it's extremely important that you find a way to win, obviously because of the loss earlier in the week at Nebraska. Nothing better than to get home and help you get feel a little bit better, but it, it's big in the sense that you don't want to lose back-to-back. Uh, you don't want to lose at home. And, and I think in terms of your confidence, you really needed this type of effort where you have to really play through some adversity and find a way to win. Yeah, and also, to the other uh, subplot in the game was the fact that Xavier Johnson missed seven games. He came back against Nebraska and did not really play well, which is understandable. He's still kind of trying to right. regain his legs and his rhythm. And then he comes out tonight and was a totally different man. I mean, has 18 points, three rebounds. And I think the other impressive mm-hmm. thing was he drew eight fouls. He drew eight fouls on the Ohio State wow. defense and he sunk some clutch free throws at the end of the game. I think I think that's been the guard play that Indiana's been missing. And they got it tonight mm-hmm. and he made and he made the game ceiling free throws to help ice it for Indiana. So he and Renew had 41 of Indiana's six, uh, 71 points. Yeah, you just know being in front of that crowd, and and yeah, your ears will be ringing for the entire drive back to Indy because they they understand. Listen, they understand how important the win is. This is kind of a I hate the term, but kind of a must win in some respects, and the, the crowd fully understands it the moment they walk in. Yeah, and a lot of Big Ten coaches will tell you you've got to win most, if not all, of your home uh, conference right. games that you have. And you've got to at least split on the road or do slightly better than that if you want to have a good position to make the NCAA tournament. So um, you know, the, the home games are critical. The only team that's beaten Indiana at home this year at the Assembly Hall was Kansas. And Kansas really had to squeak that one out and pull away late. So, right. um, you know, it's not easy to beat Indiana at Assembly Hall. Now you go to Rutgers on Tuesday and Rutgers is going to be in a similar situation that Indiana was in tonight. They're going to be right. playing at home. They're 0-3 in the Big Ten. They badly need a win, and they smacked Indiana around pretty good last year at Rutgers. <laughs> so Indiana's going to need right. to find a way to win a tough road game against a very desperate Rutgers team that knows they need to get a Big Ten win. John Herrick, an award-winning radio journalist and a member of the Indiana University Sports Network on the call of IU's very important 71-65 win over Ohio State at Rutgers on Tuesday. John, be safe. Thanks so much for the call, and uh, have a great night. Thanks a lot, Coach. Thank you. Kip Westner, the publisher of Hoosier Basketball Magazine, joins me. Kip, thanks so much for the call. I hope you're selling magazines tonight. Yeah, we certainly did. Uh, it was a good Saturday. But, boy, it's a 
uh, Indiana sports talk with Colts football and IU basketball and full slate of Indiana uh, high school boys and girls. Geez, it's uh, It's good to be me now. Job, though. Yeah. Uh, aside from having uh, heart problems, it's good to be me <laughs> on a night like tonight. It's been it's been fun. I'll tell you the the happiest guy, the hardest working guy, has been Brendan King. He's been all over this, the and scores, so yeah, uh, sure. we're, we're he's been trying his best to avoid um, trying to do play by play, which is kind of a. Uh, that's a no-no. It's slightly illegal to do that. So, um, yeah, so it's a fun night of basketball. We've had some great games. We've talked about some really, really good ball games. Just talked to Mike McBride about Norwell's double overtime win over Leo and stuff like that. So it's been a great night. So we're, your guys were all over the state yeah, tonight, we, weren't they? we were for sure. Uh, shout out to uh, Scott Whalen. He made it to two games today. Went to a girls game, Charlestown at Brownstown Central and then ended his evening at uh, Eastern Green at Orleans. And Truman Bennett was able to do double duty. Uh, Muncie Burris at uh, Wabash and then Fort Wayne Schneider versus Peru. And, of course, I told you I was going to make a trip to the Hendricks County Tournament, which you're talking about right. overtime games. I wasn't there to see the Plainfield uh, girls' victory, but I did see uh, the th- third-place game when Browns Brownsburg was able to beat Tri-West. But, I wound up at Brownstown Central tonight uh, as they play Jeffersonville. You know, I usually try and make that yeah, New Albany-Jeffersonville yeah, yeah. game on a Friday right. night because it's always – I heard people were telling me that it was a packed house at New Albany last it was. night. There was a good yes. crowd at Brownstown tonight. So, that Southern Indiana basketball is great. But, you know, we have our new little uh, bit, I think, for the uh, spot of the show, which is the shout-out for Bob Lovell – through Hoosier Basketball Magazine, because as soon as I walked in the gym, there was a guy, Glenn from Jasper, <laughs> says, hey, I think you're the guy that talks to Bob on Friday night about 1130. And I said, yeah, that's right. 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 And he said, well, right. I heard you well, last night. He said, I came right. from Jasper uh, to see this game tonight. He's originally <laughs> from uh, Ligoti. So shout out to right. Glenn from Jasper, uh, originally from Ligoti. Uh, but anyway, it was it was a great crowd, great game. Uh, Jack Benner had a a good game, and uh, good. You know, good. we're just going to do it all again next week. Is what I what I say. So. <laughs> hey, look, you need a magazine. If you don't have one, go online. Who's your basketball magazine dot com, or want to be old fashioned, go old school. Call them three one seven nine two five eighty two hundred. So, are you going to be this active next weekend? You got to you got to get out. Yeah, we got you a, and your guys we got have a full to... schedule. I think uh, what is it? Noblesville is hosting Mount Vernon on Tuesday for girls, and uh, next weekend we got some county tournaments going on. So, yeah, we'll be out and about. Check us out at uh, Hoosier at Hoosier Basketball Magazine on any of the social media, and you'll know where we're at in the gym. But like uh, Bob said, three one seven. Nine two five eight two zero zero. We'll get you a magazine. And thanks for the time, Kip Westner. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob two hundred milligrams at kisqali.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last update of the night, usually reserved for what's coming up tomorrow, but a lot happened tonight, and we need to recap it, including the Colts missing the playoffs, losing to the Texans 23-19 at Lucas Oil Stadium. That fourth and one play inside the 20, it's going to be talked about until August when the 2024-25 season kicks off. Shane Steichen saying in his postgame presser, quote, felt good about Tyler Goodson in that situation. Of course, it was Goodson dropping the pass on fourth and one, and that's where the Colts season will stay. Nine and eight, missing out on the postseason. Elsewhere tonight, the Celtics beat the Pacers 118-101. Pacers snap a six-game win streak. They're 20-15 on the season. College basketball, the Indiana Hoosiers, a much-needed win. They get it over Ohio State. 71-65, Hoosiers are 11-4. What a game from Malik Renew, 23 points and 7 rebounds, 10 of 16 shooting for Renew. Southern Indiana fell to Tennessee Tech, 73-59. It was number 14 Duke over Notre Dame in South Bend, 69-59. Wright State gets the win over Purdue-Fort Wayne, 106-98. Mastodon still a very good, 13-3. Central Michigan upset Ball State 71-65, and Murray State picked up the win over Evansville in Missouri Valley play 81-59. Recapping some high school basketball overtime games tonight, Trinity Lutheran over Henryville. That was 60-57. Seymour beats Bloomington North 43-40. Double OT Norwell 69, Leo 63, and an OT North White beating South Newton 46-45. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King, let's sit back and relax for a second, okay? <laughs> it's been it's been a night. This, this, <laughs> no, it really has, brother. It has been it's, a night. One, no, it's one of those fun nights. I mean, they're all fun, but this one's really fun. It was, and, you know, you just obviously we coach, we are not paid to be fans, but at the same time, listen, you know, when your teams are doing well, it is fun to cover. But, you know, I think there's a lot of people in our uh, line of work that are a little disappointed uh, that they won't get to cover some postseason football. So uh, how that went down the stretch again, it's going to be um, it's going to be plenty of content for people to talk about for right. the next six, right. seven, eight months, no doubt. You know, I understand um, uh, having spent my entire adult life in the sports business, either as a coach or a member of the media, and, and I, I understand um, why it's important to people. I mean, I, I really, really do. and I, I, It's fun, and you and I have the luxury of being able to work in the business and and, and do all that, but, but we are fans. Uh, I want the Pacers to win every game. I want the Colts to win every game. Uh, when it comes to college sports, I, I don't have any allegiances other than um, my allegiances to IUPUI. Um, that that's an institution that will forever in our family, in the Lovell family, that'll that will be number one. And everybody knows I you know, I went to. I went to someplace else to go to school, but the IUPUI saved my career, um, gave me opportunities to meet incredibly important people in my life and uh, help shape what I do and who I am. And I will forever be in their debt, educated our daughter uh, and, you know, all of that stuff. So I, I root for them. But beyond that, I, I want them all to win. 
the hard thing for me on Friday and Saturday nights, as you know, I love all these you know, these coaches. I love them all. I want them all to win and uh, just can't work that way. So um, I'm not in the daily sports talk business. It would drive me nuts to have to do a show on Monday and talk about that game. It would be, it would be crazy. Don't you think? That they, you, right now, you know there are a whole bunch of people who can't wait to start calling uh, our sister stations in Indianapolis and talk about that game because it sounds to me like the end was really, really kind of wild. Yeah, no. I, again, I mean, it, it, it came down one play, coach, and you can bet Greg Rakestraw is going to get a lot of phone calls tonight. There's no doubt. <laughs> well, he's pretty good at what he does. He is. So, so Taylor is in, and he's and he's running and knocking people around and doing things well, and then he's out, right? And then. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Coach, again, it was the weirdest thing because he was downgraded to being doubtful, which means it right, doesn't mean that a right. guy's out, right? But it means he's highly right. unlikely that to, to leave the Pretty game. Pretty much. Right, but he right. did come back. But again, as you just said, he, was, he led that drive, Coach. They ran the ball every play, every play down, and then it was the last play that they took him out. And Shane Steichen in his media, he did not say anything along the lines of further injury. So it was Coach Choice. Oh, 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 oh. Having been one, I don't criticize coaches. I don't criticize moves they make. I don't care. I just don't. I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry they didn't win. That's that's too bad. And then you have IU with a, with a much necessary win. Uh, so people are excited about that. There's another cool night of high school basketball. Yeah, listen, you know, you had fun. Our jobs are pretty fun anyway, but tonight was really you, – you're, you're – I mean, think of the day you had. You walked down from, you know, MS, uh, excuse me, uh, Radio 1 Studios are on the circle. So it's a four-block, two-block, what, three-block, four-block walk down to Lucas. Uh-huh. And watch some bo- – in the press box with your press pass – uh, free food, living large. <laughs> How am I doing? Yeah, it's, it's, walk been back. it's been a day. It's been a day. Walk back, do a show. That's a heck of a night. You got it. All right, hang on. We'll, yeah. we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more. Final break, some final thoughts. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org is their website. Please go there and support this very, very worthy endeavor. Brendan King, what a night. So it's kind of you know, lately, uh, and not lately, but for the entire time I've been on the air for 30 years, I am never able to go to sleep after I get up, get off the air. It'll be 2 o'clock before I go to sleep. Every time. Even, not even... Uh, I swear to God, I mean, it's it's getting. But the problem is now, as I age, it's getting it's getting longer. It's like two <laughs> instead of two. It's like two thirty yep. and three, and um, so. But a night like tonight, how do you not get keyed up? How do you not get fired up? And yeah, yeah, it it won't be easy to sleep. Won't be easy to sleep for a lot of Colts fans because of how disappointed they are the way things turned out. Oh yeah, I mean, 
I'm the same way that, <laughs> you know, I'll go home and I'll text my mom at 1.30 just asking how her day was, and then she'll wake up uh-huh. the next morning uh-huh. and it's like, what in the world were you doing up at 1.30? I said, I'm, Mom, <laughs> you don't understand. I, I'm so – you, you Coach, you know this. You get right. so wired doing this because you right. put all – this is the hardest thing to explain to people. When you do radio or you do broadcasting, you get so into the broadcast or show, it's all you're focusing on. That's right. what you put your entire right. brain into. So how are you supposed to just turn What's your brain off? You, you, yeah, <laughs> right. you can't just turn your brain off. That doesn't happen. No, not at all. Um, you know, it, 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 to be fair, um, you can't lay all this on one play, one game. Uh, it's a it's a 16-game season. There are other games they didn't win that you could point to uh, as being a part of this uh, inability to be in a playoff. And but uh, the nature of all of this is, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna point the finger at that play, at that 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 decision, or what have you, which is in my mind has always been wrong, uh, continues to be. But then again, I'm not a normal fan. Um, I, I just. I, I tend to look at things differently, and I just think it's. Listen, go back to the beginning. People were giving them very little chance to win. Uh, s- the, the, most people were thinking they may win five or six. Uh, no one thought they would be in a position on the last weekend of the season to possibly play for a division championship. Nobody. I mean, zero people gave them that chance. And so put it in perspective, a year ago, you weren't very good. Your team had been blown up uh, with a with an, an unbelievable decision by its owner. And uh, you look where you are now. So, yeah, you're disappointed. I got that. But you have plenty of things to be excited about for the direction and the future of this football team. You would hope so. Uh, you know, it's a big offseason on the way. You need to get Anthony Richardson healthy. You know, did Gardner Minshew just yeah. play his last game with the Colts? We'll see. I mean, I think he definitely earned himself a starting job next year. Uh, but that'll all pan yeah. out. But certainly disappointment in the city of Indianapolis tonight, Coach. Yeah. Brendan King, always great to work with you. Have a great day tomorrow. You too, Coach. Corbin Lingenfelter, tremendous job as always. Thanks to our great stations around the state to bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. And for 30 years, you made us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making legendary network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.